Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudi. Today is uh, June 25th, 2021. The time is about uh, 3.30 p.m. Uh, Ready New NPC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are listening to this, the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Srikant? Hi Rahul, um, I have a, a situation with my mother-in-law's visa extension. So okay. she came back here uh, on a visitor visa last year, and then mm-hmm. her visa was. We requested her extension during COVID uh, on August 2020 for mm-hmm. till February 21. So she returned back uh, one day before her extension permission, which is till 9th February. So she returned on eight. So question mm-hmm. is. She written back in February last this month. We got a biometrics notice. What is the action we are supposed to take? I want you to drop uh, send a mail to them saying that we are withdrawing the extension application as she already left the country and she could not attend the biometrics. Okay, now that brings a question because she written after her extension. She, I mean, she stayed six months, then she stayed six more months, she stayed 12 months till February. So, till August, till February's extension period. So, you want us to withdraw the extension? Yes. And how would we justify that she overstayed her visa the next time she comes in? Did not overstay, you mean to say. You have the documentation that you file the extension, the receipt notices. You provide yes. them, that will be enough. And withdrawal up occurred after she left the country, not before she left the country. That is enough documentation. So uh, we need to write a letter to USAS that we are withdrawing an application. There is no form, just a letter. Just a letter, yes, sir. Okay, the second question is, um, uh, uh, now her visa, which is taken through her son, is expiring on 18th October this year. Now we want to apply for another visa, uh, sorry, another tourist visa through her another child. So is there any current guidelines regarding that that she needs to have or she can simply go ahead for it? There's a Dropbox option that she's eligible for, but since she spent about one year or more in this country, I don't want her to immediately go for the visa because if she goes immediately for the visa, it looks like as if that she's staying in the United States and visiting India. So mm-hmm. be a little bit conservative and wait for at least six more months uh, or one year after she left the country, then go ahead for the stamping. Okay, wait one year and there should be no issues with uh, applying for a uh, tourist with, a, with another child, right? Just the child doesn't make any difference. Whether it's a child, brother, son-in-law, it doesn't make a difference. It's all so the we, same. 
so since she returned on february this year wait for next year february before we even start the filing for her visa that's right next person please thank you ma'am deepak here here abul uh, thanks for taking the call so my question is i expect my uh, my priority date is like uh, uh, 2000 in december I expect to like to come in october like uh, i'm sorry i didn't so my question is you're not you're not clear what is your priority date okay so my priority date is december uh, 2016 um and uh, eb3 so my question is like my my passport has a incorrect spelling of my mom and my birth certificate has a correct spelling so is it safe uh, to correct my passport to match the spelling uh, in the in the in my birth certificate before i apply for i45 hello are you able to hear me hello hello Hi Rahul. Okay. Uh, sorry, I got disturbance. Uh, is, what is your priority date? You said, sir. Yeah, it's, uh, December two thousand sixteen, EB three. Okay. So my question is like, um, my in my passport, my mom's spelling is incorrect, uh, and my birth certificate has a correct spelling. So is it safe to correct my passport before I apply for four eighty five? in case Absolutely, like it's sir. current in october absolutely sir. it's perfectly all right to change okay. it and if by any chance you don't change perfect. it also it's not okay. a big deal mm-hmm. okay but it's safer to change right to match if i have a time uh, absolutely absolutely. absolutely you can um absolutely okay okay next next person thank you thank you mahendra Hey Rahul, um, I have a quick question. Actually, um, my priority date is Feb 2013. Unfortunately, I moved to different companies, so I'm not able to file the last year. And my perm, they're just going to uh, apply next Monday um, application. My question is, my wife' uh, priority date is on 2017 November. If in case dates move in so if we file the eid and those things on based on my wife uh, priority date what in case if we want to move to our uh, my priority date applicable for gc gc so you can do you can do one thing you guys can maintain the h1b status mm-hmm. and your respective non immigrant visa status mm-hmm. and once your labor certification applies approves you have to file the entire 485 eads in advance roll again so but if in case the dates retrogress you if hopefully they will come back again right yeah if they come back again then only if they retrogress you, there's nothing you can do can you go back to the 485 and tell hey it's not wife it's me as the main applicant no you can't do that oh okay okay you have to file entire 485 application again Next person, please. Thank you. Neema. Hey Rahul, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, last in October, a colleague of mine and I uh, we filed our four eighty five, 
and roughly about two weeks, uh, two months back rather, he got a letter saying that uh, visa number is missing and letter uh, case is forwarded to the national uh, visa center. What does that mean? Most probably that means that everything is good with his file. So since the priority date is not, not current, they're going to take, uh, once it becomes current, they're going to activate the file. Yeah, as is August 12th. So I think we are, we are current in July. You're speaking about your friend. Now, where did you come from? No, both of us have filed together. Now, my other question is that uh, he got oh, that letter, but I did not. So does everybody get this letter? No, not everybody. Some people, depending on the officer, if the officer who is working is active, will get it. Some of the people don't are not that effective. They're very lazy. And they don't, you know, they don't act very fast. Okay, so that's the reason. Okay, that was my question. Thank you. Next person, please. Shaimala. Yeah, uh, sir, uh, this is Prakash. Uh, um, and I have a question about my mom's uh, green card application. My sister uh, uh, got her citizenship in November 2019. And my mom arrived uh, this year in February. And she has a uh, visa until uh, August 21, not visa, uh, I-94. Mm -hmm. And uh, my sister has a birth certificate that says uh, E Swari, like uh, spelling is uh, missing one letter, but my mom's uh, passport has the right spelling. So what do we do in this situation uh, while applying for her, my mom's green card? Submit it as it is. Okay. Okay. If there is any problem and I'm going to tell you a secret Brahmastra, release it on USCIS. It works mm -hmm. very good. Okay? okay. And I will tell you the secret of Brahmastra to you. <laughs> DNA test. <laughs> okay. So, okay. 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 So, uh, it's called... Yeah, sure. It's, it's called DNA test. Okay. Uh, if, if RFE comes, we can uh, uh, ask for DNA Yeah, test. you can use the DNA test. And, oh, they will give, you do the DNA test. Flat. Everybody believes that's a mom, that's a daughter. Okay. So do we do it before we file this? Nah, uh, nah. Submission? Okay. No, 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 no. Don't do it right now. Okay. 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 Ramahastra should, so should be used only when you're trouble. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Yeah, thank you so much. Pratik. Hi, Rahul. Good evening. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm re I recently been, like, uh, been on H1 extension for like past six months. And uh, since the consulates are not uh, open properly in India, I mean, I'm not getting the dates as well right now. Uh, is it, do you think it's uh, advisable to take uh, an appointment either in Mexico and Canada to get the stamping? They're very reluctant in giving a third country nationals appointment in Mexico and Canada. Even if they do, they're canceling very frequently. Yeah, you can try your luck. Okay, thank you. But you need a visa to go to Mexico or Canada though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm thinking of this as a second option, but primary is still India. Okay. Thank you. Said Ruti. Hi, this is Barku. Thanks Raul for giving me this sure, opportunity. Sure. Yeah, last year, um, like my wife was, uh, was an H1 till last year, June. Okay, so due to uh, like 
after pregnancy after delivery she uh, she was trying to join back after 6 weeks of delivery but uh, uh, she didn't get any job due to covid uh, pandemic okay so now we are planning to try for a new opportunity but when Wait. we are checking for when sorry. did she lo- when did she stopped going to job yeah june 5th last year and after 3 weeks and now like it's one year yeah one year like uh, she moved to h4 uh, ah, dependent oh. she moved to h4 that's cool okay good yeah so around uh, august but, 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 so the h4 is approved uh, no not at not at okay um, keep going keep we, going we gave biometrics keep. we gave yeah, that's bio- good okay you're good good so she around uh, september she moved to h4 okay but uh, uh, now we are planning to uh, uh, planning for a, to go for a job and h1 so when when we are checking for transfer option we came to know that our h1 is revoked by our employer okay when we are checking when we are checking with our employer they mentioned uh, we made it temporarily but if you want to join back uh, we can request for uh, uh, activate it something like that is telling but we don't go- want to go with that same employer. no you can't act- you can't activate it what they need to file is something called change of status from h4 to h1 it could be done by that company or it could be done uh-huh. by any company okay okay any company different uh, vendor also you can do right that's what that's right different vendor also you can do it okay okay uh, that's all right thank you thank you yeah and then she is not subject to lottery anyway so it doesn't matter whether it's that company and when you file the h1b though you can file the change of status right now and request the uscis officer to adjudicate the h4 and h1b at the same time because she le- left the h1b though they may uh-huh. say that the bridge is not uh, not complete yet mm-hmm. because her h4 is not approved so when i file mm-hmm. a h1b i would like to have the h4 also to be adjudicated along with the h1b Uh, okay 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 next person please thank you yogesh hey rahul um, thanks for organizing these sessions extremely helpful uh, sure. my question is um, earlier uh, january this uh, this year earlier uh, i got an offer from another company um, my h1 got also approved from that company uh, but i had to post approval from the other company to india so i was in india for 3 months uh, the offer which i got the company from where i got the offer they have not revoked the h1b so i traveled back to us now uh, obviously i got my visa stamped from my previous existing company so can i now join that company are you working with the company that file that has a passport stamping today yes uh no you can't um you have to file a change of status application to go to that company there's one other way that you can do is that you can go to mexico mhm and you can come back and tell them look i'm going to go work for this company which has a h1b approval make sure that you have a letter fresh dated letter from the company don't show it to them fresh dated letter that showing that oh you are going to be actually working for coca cola company even though you have a passport stamping for pepsi but you have a letter from coca cola saying that we still have a job offer open for which we you know for for this guy Okay so this is the only solution two solutions one is they can file a change of employer that's one solution so they have to file the change of employer again right that is right or you go to mexico and come back every time you come back you get a different i94 number look into the pepsi i94 
and the Coca-Cola I-94, that when you had it, the I-94 number is the same. When you went and you got it, now you got it with your current company, so you can't go back. You see the point? Got it. So if they refile the, the H-1 uh, change of employer again, um, they have to revoke the, the previous uh, petition? Doesn't matter whether they revoke it or not. Let okay. it be there. Why revoke it? Why spend extra 55 cents to send a mail to them? Next person, please. Hey, just Hey, Rahul, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I had a question. Uh, I'm working in a Phoenix location for a client. Uh, now, uh, I am moving with the same employer to Vegas for a different client. Uh, my question is about the H1 amendment. Uh, I was told by my company that once the H1 uh, amendment is filed, I cannot still work for client A, my original client in Phoenix here. Is that true? So uh, you are working with Phoenix right now in Phoenix and you want to go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yes. No, if the, if the amendment is filed in Las Vegas, you can still continue working in Phoenix. Absolutely not a problem. Unless the existing H1B for the LCA for Phoenix has expired. No, it is still valid till November this year. Uh, yeah. So they were saying like, if we file like an immediate amendment with the date, like say tomorrow, then you, you have to stop working for my current client. Not true. Not true. Sometimes they file an amendment. Amendment is approved. You can still continue working in Phoenix, even if your Las Vegas thing is get approved. Got it. That's what my assumption was based on some of the calls that I've heard from you. But uh, sure. that's what like the you know legal department was indicating. But okay, good to know that that is not true. Because you know if the reject if the amendment gets rejected, then I will be in trouble if I can't go to the new place, and then I don't have a way of coming back. If the amendment gets rejected, you can go back to the old place too. Absolutely no problem. Correct. Thank you. One more question. Uh, so I'm hoping like you know my 2016 October 2016 date becomes current this uh, this year. Uh, I'm in EB2, but I'm hoping I can do it in EB3. My question was in regards to the birth certificate. On my birth certificate, my name is written as uh, T-E-J-A-S, and then it was canceled because the J was looking like a G. They canceled it, uh, and they put the correct spelling. Now, that was issued like 35, 40 years ago, whatever. So my question is, is that birth certificate okay, or I need to figure out another methods? Did they corrected it or you corrected it? You no, corrected they it. corrected it. No one had That's changed. Perfect. That's, That's perfect. perfect. Okay, because People it doesn't have signature or anything like that that it was changed by anyone else. I got it. That's good. You're good. I am so paranoid about the birth certificate. I'm going to make a video this next Monday and Tuesday. There are so many questions about birth certificates. Okay. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Vijay? Gayatri, can you keep the normal thing that we give all the things like consultation and also uh, the birth certificate and other information in there? Yes, please? Rahul. I'm sending it again. Vijay, go ahead. Yes, good afternoon, Rahul. How are you? Good. good. Hi. Um, my question is I filed for my AOS last October. I'm an EB in AB3. It's like a downgrade from EB2 to EB3. My priority date is, date is June 30th of 2012. Okay. So I finished my biometrics uh, back in April. I'm waiting for my EAD slash AP. So my question is, if I need to travel to India for an emergency, would um, what sort of implications it may have on my 485? Um, one thing, do you have 
any U.S. children born in yes. children born in yes. the UK? I have. A, yeah. You have the H one B stamped in the passport? Yes, it's valid till twenty twenty three. Do you have an advance parole? I'm waiting for it. I finished my biometrics. It's still. In Are you planning to go before advance parole, after advance parole? Um, I don't know when I'll get my advance parole though. Yeah. Finished. You may not get. And you said it's two thousand twelve, is it right? Yes. You may not get it. You might get a green card directly. That's my hope. Um, here is one of the problem that sometimes come to us. Have you even seen the difficulty though? If you have an advance parole and you get the green card approval when you are outside the country, the question is just a quick question. I don't have an AP yet. I finished my biometrics. Waiting on EAD slash AP. Yeah, good, please. I know. If you have an advance parole. When you're outside the country, though, you get the green card. They allow you to come back on advance parole. If you don't have an advance parole, there is no procedure for them to allow you to come back on H one B. So, do you expect? I mean, I do. I, I do. Okay. What about the medicals? Have you done the medicals? Ah, uh, no, I didn't file medicals. So, my hope was I'll at least get an RFT. That's a possibility. So, I thought I would. Uh, yeah, if you don't have the medicals, so. They won't approve. But why? Why can't you submit the medicals? At the time, I was no. Right now, why can't you submit it? Um. So my, I guess the legal firm at my company is not. Okay, sure. and I put a link just in case if you want to use it. Yeah. If you don't submit the medical, they won't give you the green card. Can we do medicals on our own, or do we need to go through the? Legal? You can. I put a link there for you to do okay. if you want to. So, so would you suggest not traveling? If possible, is it? recommendation no because if you don't have an advance parole oh so th that's a question are you going to if you submit the medicals i would recommend not to travel so there's a window since and we in telugu have a question called avaga valna bovaga valna choose it this is exactly <laughs> where <laughs> that can't happen buddy that can't happen so if you submit the medicals don't go if you don't submit the medical you can go next year to know what would be my other options uh, other than getting into a day one cpt or you know joining other advanced degree courses to maintain the status and work here i would choose i definitely would not like you to choose the day one cpts uh if you want to consider to staying in this part of the country i would rather suggest you to apply for a canadian green card okay uh, is it the is it the only way or do i have any other options here i mean uh, Yeah, that's the only practical mm -hmm. practical things that i can think about are there when somebody says are there plenty of ways um, yeah you know i know a person who got the citizenship directly without she didn't even apply for it she got the citizenship can you believe that yeah i went touched her too she was very beautiful lady um i was very young at the time um her name is mother teresa just in case you want to know so th that's the question is that are we eligible for it that's a question so i don't know unless you have some special qualifications that i don't know about mm -hmm. um i would suggest you canada would be the best option as a secondary rather than a day one cpt okay 
Next person, please. Rajesh. Yeah, hi. Um, thank you, Rahul, for arranging the call. So my priority date is on uh, September 2014. Last October, I filed. Uh, so mine is EB3 only. I don't need any downgrade. So That's I good. already filed uh, uh, 485. I got the biometric and everything is done. I have not received EAD so far. Uh, so this question is actually this September my H1 is expiring. I'm going to file for uh, H1 extension, but my wife EAD is also going to expire. So I don't know whether should I review. I mean, um, renew her H4 EAD or wait mm. for the green card one. <sighs> I'm going to file it if I were you. Uh, file H four EAD also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm planning to do like a, a premium processing. I don't know whether they are going to process H four also as a premium, but let's see. <laughs> they don't. They don't. At least right now, the information is they don't. If they change their opinion, I will let you know. Okay. Thank you. And uh, one last question. So <clears throat> you already told us that I mean you know file medical. I have not submitted medical because at that time uh, we were thinking. Come that- in, please. <clears throat> Yeah. So at that time, medical was. I mean, the date was little far. I, we were thinking, so we didn't file for. Yeah, medical. I I put a link if you want to send the medical. Yeah. So the uh, uh, because I heard you actually, I, I joined your many sessions. So I heard you saying that sometimes they don't accept. Uh, like you know, they put. It's a. It's a. If you heard it many times, why ask me more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. Rajkiran. Rajkiran Hey Rahul can you hear me Yes sir Yeah so back in 2010 I finished my master's degree but at the time I think for before applying H1B I went to a school called Tri Valley for 6 months then I got my H1 approved but after getting my H1 approved uh, the ICE reached out to me and they said uh, I was staying illegally and they wanted to remove me from the country so later i hired uh, an attorney and then he helped me and the case was dismissed but i wanted to know if this is going to impact my 485 did they press any charges deportation charges or they did so the document they gave me it has saying that uh, you are arrested for removing from this country because you stayed illegally something like that where you detained where you detained where you detained at the time uh what do you mean by detained N- no they said they are leaving me but it says arrest but they are saying they didn't they didn't detain yeah. me yeah you have to mention that you were in the proceedings in the 485 application it definitely alerts the system and it definitely creates some trouble but you should be fine you should not be expecting because the case has been dropped you should be fine but you need to mention that because if you don't mention it they will tell that you have told lies to them and they will deny your for it application right yeah normally they ask me that question every time i am coming through the country they ask me where you are arrested yeah okay. yeah i want you to Another. i want you to make sure you have no. been charged and you have been put in deportation proceedings in the for it for application i don't remember it's five or six page it's there are clear questions on there you need to be very careful and every immigration lawyer that you go when you are filling anything signing anything you need to 
tell them what you told me right now. Okay. Yeah. So that's the reason right now I just filed my I-140 in premium. The priority date is 2014 August. So once that approved, because what, of this, why did not why did not you file in 2020? Oh, that time, like my perm was still in progress. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting, I mean, it will be a hurdle, it will be a problem, but I'm not expecting a denial for you. Okay. But my question is because of my situation, now when I'm doing my 485, I want to go with attorney like you, right? So is that is there a dependency with my uh, company's company. employer yes. Uh, attorney? Yes, yes, yes. You have to go, your company has to allow, allow you to go with a different lawyer but this okay. is not a, this is not a major problem though I, okay. I, i'm not a, as long as you disclose the information to your lawyer i don't see any problem in it okay thank there you are not any creative arguments that need to be made in this one okay, okay. yeah i have all the paperwork from the judge yeah. uh, just the other gentleman was asking day one cpts you know people ask so many questions right now in day one cpts we tell people don't 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 they won't yeah, listen. What, they won't listen to us. That time, like I never went to that school and they gave me the CPT and everything later, you know, I'm still, it's biting yeah. me till now. Right. It's bite, They won't understand when we tell these things. They think so that I come from Mars. I don't. You are there to evidence and we can't put you out on the TV and put it out there. Day one CPTs yeah. are bad, bad, bad. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to say, but, you know, thank you for at least validating my all those statements i've been cursed yeah, so many times it's a big hassle whenever i had to come through yeah, the country yeah. they make me sit for two hours you know ask yeah. me all these questions and all that yeah. next person when, you're good you should yeah you'll be fine hey Rahul. Uh, thanks for your time uh, this is when can you hear me yes yeah so Rahul, my priority date is november 2013 uh, i did downgrade last october and I got my, uh, you know, everything on the EAD, AP, everything is done. I am moving now to a new employer. Okay. Right. It's been more than oh, six months. Did, did Is your I-140 approved? Yes, it is approved. Yep. Yeah. So my understanding is I'm all clear. So I'm moving to my new employer. My question is, what do I need to do for the, you know, I know, I, I think the supplement J is something which I need to file. supplement. So is that, some, do I need to wait for an RFE or do I? No, I, I, some of the lawyers are telling to wait for the RFE. I am more proactive in filing the 485J supplement. Okay. So that has to come from my new employer, right? It has to come from your new employer, sir. Okay. So if I'm doing that, then maybe I can do that as well as my medical, which I had done that last year, but I couldn't send it. Maybe I can, you know, send everything together then. I would, I would, if you're sending 485J supplement, I'll send the medicals with it and don't use the same medicals, tear the old medicals. Okay. They're only valid for okay. 60 days. Okay. So I need to, yeah, I, yeah. You need to contact the doctor again and get a, a new one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next person, please. I'll take the next two callers guys. It's about four o'clock. Uh, don't forget that we do have a Sunday um, live show. Go ahead, sir. Hey, um, I have a quick question on H4 EAD. So my wife's H4 EAD is expiring this month and extension was filed in last year, uh, last month, sorry, in May. And she is trying for, uh, so the question is, can she do unpaid internship uh, no. while her, no? no? 
even though it is unpaid and no so that could be a problem while filing the adjustment right of right so, internship is different anything where you think there is a future profit for you is not allowed that requires a work permit for example if your wife wants to tell me that she wants to go and do uh social service in the, in, in in serving the food in a in, in a in a temple Mm-hmm. is she expecting a job for a food service person in temple i don't think so and let's say your wife says no i'm very good in greenery i want to help the people plant the trees she goes and plants the trees on the road is she expecting a tree planting job no those kind of voluntary things are perfectly allowed but an internship let's say for example in our office before we take them as lawyers for example emily newman my business partner rebecca chen my business partner we make them work as interns in our office because their intention is not to do charity but their intention is to make a future profit that requires work permit you got it okay. next and last caller please thank you uh, hi hi rahul this is topic uh, i just have one question my priority date is uh, November 2018 uh, but i would like to uh, take the opportunity that you uh, are in law group provide so uh, i i received the email that to submit uh, to submit uh, uh, hello yeah. uh gatri i'm getting some disturbance can you check please yes go ahead good sir your priority date is 2018 yes 2018 november so i would like to uh, like take the opportunity that uh, about uh, submitting the forms so, so mm-hmm. can i reach out to you by monday via email yeah did you get the email already did you get yes, the i got the email yes. okay what kind of email did you get it uh, the procedure the steps what to do yeah yeah you can drop an email to us monday and then we can work through let me is it okay. eb2 or eb3 yours eb3 okay that's uh, okay that's good that's good so you don't have to downgrade your good yeah thank you yep that's a comment okay thank you guys if anybody want to use our uh, services to downgrade your application you need to check with your company and also for those people who wants to pre prepare your application for 485 we do a normal nominal charge uh, and rest of the money when the project when the priority date for example this gentleman is 2018 what happens if the priority date doesn't become current though um we charge 400 dollars in advance 200 dollars for each dependent we'll make entire application ready to go to immigration but if it doesn't become current though of course we lose lot because we are expecting much more money from this gentleman uh because we are expecting the priority date to become current um but if that doesn't become current he loses 600 we lose a lot of money too but you know that's part of the business i guess um uh, so but it's better to prepare the application make it ready right now rather than wait until october guys Uh, thank you guys for coming the next conference call will be on monday at 3:30 pm thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day